Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Local governments are creating sanctuary cities for the unborn. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, you and I had a discussion earlier that this is really, that you're not hearing about this in the mainstream media, of course, but this is really an exciting initiative that a lot of these counties and cities are taking in the various states to protect unborn children. Even regardless of what the state laws are, these cities and counties are protecting these children from abortion. Yeah, it's really quite amazing because you don't see this uh, really anywhere, but there's a lot of good positive things happening mm -hmm. uh, on this particular area of life since the Dobbs decision of June 24, 2022, overruling right. the abortion decision. So this one comes from Galliad County in southeast Texas. It has now joined a growing movement uh, to protect unborn babies by enacting a sanctuary county for the unborn ordinance becoming the 71st local government in the nation to adopt such a measure. And, you know, these local protections have come out of uh, an uh, initiative called Sanctuary Cities for the Unborn that was created to keep abortion out of communities, especially in those communities close to the U.S.-Mexico border, because, you know, with all this open border, there are a lot of women being trafficked in, and right. then they're, put, they're taking them for abortions. It's horrible. So while Texas... Um, has a near total ban on abortion from the point of conception. This local ordinance adds additional protections by prohibiting both abortion-inducing drugs as well as trafficking women and girls to another state for an elective abortion within or through right. the unincorporated area of the county. So that goes beyond what the state law is. That's right. This is a great You can't, you great can't step ordinance. foot in the county when you're wanting to traffic a person through the county to go someplace else to have an abortion. I mean, you'd hope the state would also protect these and have these additional protections, but they, they have not at this point. So this one particular county is doing that. It's amazing. So Galliad County commissioners unanimously voted 4-0 to, to uh, impede the aiding and abetting of abortion in the county by outlawing possession of abortion drugs, the transporting and disposing of aborted uh, babies, body parts, and also prohibits the use of the county's highways and roads for abortion trafficking if such activity, quote, begins, ends, or passes through the unincorporated area of Galliad County, close quote. The ordinance also creates its own enforcement mechanism, giving county citizens a private right of action to bring a civil suit against violators. So you can just imagine, they probably have some nice officers there waiting at the county line <laughs> and questioning, why this are you coming is amazing. in? So <laughs> you know? yeah, currently there are 67 cities and now four counties across the United States that have passed similar ordinances. That brings the total to 71. Uh, the Sanctuary Cities for Unborn uh, Initiative uh, began in Texas in 2019 when abortion was legal nationwide. Due to the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision, abortion was then allowed, obviously, as we all know, from the first trimester all the way up through, in Texas, the second trimester, but local governments could still do something to save the unborn lives. 
That's where this initiative began. Local governments uh, couldn't defy Roe at the time and outright ban all abortion, but they could enact other measures that essentially resulted in the same effect. For example, in June of 2019, uh, the city of Wascom, Texas, population of 2,189, unanimously passed the first such ordinance declaring abortion clinics as criminal organizations mm. aimed at preventing abortion providers from moving into town from other areas. According Amen. to the website, for sanctuary cities for the unborn, this type of ordinance did not ban abortion directly, but rather prevented abortion by keeping abortion clinics away. Then soon after, you had some other towns, like in Texas, that uh, continued following suit. Yeah, that, that's, that's really truthful there, declaring abortion facilities as criminal organizations. Yeah. You know, we've been fighting Planned Parenthood, and I would say it's a criminal organization. So this began in Texas uh, before the Dobbs decision back in 2019, where they were doing different kinds of laws locally to restrict abortion to the best ability that they could under Roe versus Wade. But then soon after, towns in Texas and neighboring states began passing resolutions and ordinances within the uh, constrained at the time framework of Roe to keep abortion out of their towns. By May 2022, this was before Roe was overturned. Right. By May of 2022, 50 local governments across the country had declared themselves sanctuaries classifying abortion as murder and prohibiting abortion businesses from setting up in their jurisdiction. But since Roe has been overturned in June of 2020, that number has now grown because municipalities can now use ordinances to outright ban abortion in states with no abortion laws, or they can expand into other greater protections in the states that do have bans. So May of 2022, 50 local governments now we have 71 local governments, so 21 additional local governments mm -hmm. have come online within a period of just over a year since the Dobbs decision in June of 2022. And, you know, it's interesting to note the sanctuary cities are currently in Texas, Louisiana, Illinois, Iowa, Nebraska, Ohio, and New Mexico, and the four sanctuary counties are in Texas and New Mexico. And I find this interesting. While most municipalities with these ordinances range in population from several hundred people to several thousand people, the largest sanctuary city is Lubbock, Texas, with a population of 264,000. But the smallest city to pass this measure <laughs> is Impact, Texas, with a population of 20. 20 from... <laughs> I love it. Even 20 people even 20. want to protect life. That's a small life. town. That's a small town. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Lubbock is a pretty good-sized town. A quarter yeah. million people, 264,000 people in Lubbock, Texas. And that has a, a law that's a sanctuary city. More cities in Nevada and Virginia are considering enacting these measures, while dozens of other cities and counties across Arkansas and North Carolina have passed non-binding resolutions designed uh, designating their counties as pro-life. Every city and county should be doing this, protecting the sanctity of human life from the moment of conception to birth. Well, the Sanctuary Cities for the Unborn initiative uh, states that they have a process for municipalities wanting to become a sanctuary for the unborn and are, quote, willing to come alongside, close quote, and help since ordinances need to be tailored to specifically fit each area. The draft ordinance language can be found on their website as well. This is a great movement, and mm -hmm. most people don't know anything about no. it. 71 
uh, different local governments, of which 67 are cities, four are counties, 21 have come online since the Dobbs decision in June of 2022. So it's moved from 50 to 71, and there's more that are considering it. Nevada and Virginia, Arkansas, North Carolina, they have different resolutions or they're considering other bans mm -hmm. or, you know, you see, you hear some of these. The interesting thing is on the immigration, you, you hear some of these cities uh, that come out, liberal cities, primarily they're Democrat-run cities, they come out and they want to label themselves as a sanctuary city for illegal immigration, mm. right? And so then what happens is uh, Texas or Florida, they get these people that are illegal immigrants that are dumped in their states by the Biden administration, and then they bus them to these different places because they say, hey, I'm a sanctuary city for illegal immigration. Then they realize, hey, they can't afford these illegal immigrants, and they're like declaring states of emergency. So they're changing their mind. It's this bankrupt policy of lawbreaking. What we're now seeing, though, and you hear, you hear about those, but what we're now seeing and what you haven't heard about are local governments declaring themselves sanctuary cities for the unborn. Isn't that a great yes. movement to be a sanctuary city to protect the unborn? And when you think about it, you go all the way back to Roe versus Wade until it was overturned in 2022. The federal government, through the Supreme Court, unelected individuals, concocted this idea of abortion and essentially tried to tie the hands of the states so that they could not protect the lives of children being slaughtered within their borders. I mean, how ridiculous is that? Some states should have back then declared themselves to be sanctuary states. Cities got involved in doing that back in 2019 in Texas, and that movement is growing, and I think it'll continue to grow. So there's a lot of good activity that's happening since the overturn of Roe. There are state Supreme Courts that have upheld abortion bans. There's lots of abortion bans that have been enacted or are being enacted. There's fewer abortions every month by a significant amount as a result of Roe being overturned. And then there's this growing movement of sanctuary cities for the unborn. And, the, and every local government and city should be doing this, particularly those that are close to the border. Until we close our border, this is so important. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash life. That's lc.org forward slash life. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.